0: Yeah, okay with like, that like why are you so salty on my good weekend because you had a shitty one a nope. tomato didn't come in ripe enough
1: i got tons of tomatoes
0: was, one of them was obviously fucking rotten and it's, yeah uh-huh. it seems like it's hurting oh, I, hate uh-huh. you. I hate you so much. Yeah. Okay. God, i fucking hate you okay <laughs> uh this Keep
2: Welcome mm-hmm. to Papa Preach. I'm here with
0: Mitchell Keith. Hello. Mm-hmm. I stay out too late. Oh my <laughs> god.
1: <laughs> Stop eating chips. <laughs>
0: I'm not eating chips, man. That was my singing impersonation, you dick. I know you haven't seen the I, movie because you only I watch it. I, I hear no, you, you
1: chewing. No, you don't. Yes, I'm I not do. chewing shit.
2: All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, we are five seconds in. Let's keep it under wraps for a second. Uh, the guy that Mitch was arguing with everybody is the mysterious Zan also joining us, yes, co-host right aficionado. How you doing, Zan?
1: Co-host aficionado. This is my first time doing this. I have no idea what I'm doing.
0: Oh, God.
1: But I'm sounds, doing great. I'm doing awesome. Sounds
0: like it. You sound fun. <laughs> Can
1: you bring out the best in me?
2: Uh So I can tell all of you are having a great, great time. Uh, How was your weekend, guys? Seems that you guys are
0: coming in real hot. My weekend was fucking awesome, to be honest. I got to, um, you know, my grandma's moving, so I was able, even though RIP to my grandfather. Whoa, whoa. You know, got to go through, like, all this old golf stuff and... You know, just brought back so many memories of me as a kid, and was able to take you know quite a few things with me uh, back to the house, and got my great, great, great grandfather's uh, two of his military swords, uh, one from Civil War, one from uh, being a Freemason, which was pretty.
1: What's of The war he fight on?
2: Yeah, wait. What's what side? What side what of the Civil side War you was your... on?
1: south.
0: I don't know. <laughs> not too, not too <laughs> but uh no, but uh, uh-huh. uh a pre-made sword which was super bitchin. Um you know, they both have his uh na- they uh it's like Major Jason L Lewis um both engraved on him and the, it, one was a ceremonial uh ceremonial sword which is you know, it's pretty cool to you know have now having my possession and yeah, it was it was a great it was a great weekend. It was uh, a few tears uh, going through the stuff with my mom, um, but most of it it was it was it was really great. To be honest, I had, I had a fucking amazing weekend.
1: Awesome, man! That's Very nice to hear.
2: Well, you got a family sword, and you know Westerosi law states that you can't pass it on to a girl. So, what are you gonna? Are
0: you getting to get buried with it? What happened? <laughs> you think you you think me and Sailor aren't gonna sword fight? <laughs> <laughs> you think at no point? You think at no point I'm not going to challenge her to a duel?
1: <laughs> you can't quote Game of Thrones after what happened in season eight.
0: First yeah, off, I mean you can. I didn't, didn't watch garbage. Game of Thrones. I never watched Game of Thrones.
1: You,
2: never you watched Game of Thrones?
1: Well, no, I, no.
2: So no. this is an unpopular opinion. I don't think that season eight ruins the whole show. It's still a fantastic show. It's an
1: okay show. It's just, okay.
2: Season eight was garbage. It's just like the show "How I Met Your Mother." Fantastic show, but season nine, fucking garbage. I haven't
1: watched. The Office,
2: movie. fantastic show. Last season, true. garbage. guess some people don't know how to close it out well. That's all.
0: Mm. You don't know how to close it out well, Seinfeld. Yeah, that is true. Go go out on top. Don't try to, you know. Once uh, Steve Carell left, they tried to do it still. Which they brought in great people too, but you know, just didn't, it wasn't the same. So you can't Game of Thrones. I have no fucking idea because I've maybe seen a episode, That the episode, the season, episode one, season one, it was good, but I just didn't, I don't
2: know. It's, it's funny. Cause in my opinion, season one is kind of, it's, it's a rough start.
0: Well, I, I could. I, I was able <laughs> yeah. to see where people were coming from, saying how good of a show it was. I was like, "Oh, it's pretty good." You know, uh, what's it called? They, don't they like kill that little kid? Like, doesn't uh, Homegirl throw throw her like nephew off the? There was like all right. some. Okay. The- like, all, right. all right, all right, keep all keep right. Relax. right, relax, Mitch. Oh, sorry for the spoilers. <laughs> 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 that episode Damn. came out like thirteen fucking years ago.
1: It's been that long? No.
0: No,
2: no. I think it has been. Jesus. No, 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 no. I don't oh, know.
0: I'm yell that. What? Whatever. I'm getting Zan, ha- I'm yelling. Sorry. Huh? I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, he wants to know about my weekend. Nope. Ranter. Yeah, I want to know
0: about Zan's weekend.
1: No one does care. I know. All
0: your tomatoes came in. You have blueberries now.
1: Oh, I wish. <laughs> uh yeah, not yet. It's been it was a fiery hot weekend for me. Uh we like we escaped to the beach. There's a fire, not too far. Well, I mean, it's like 20 miles away. Oh, not 20, maybe 15. Anyways, near Arcadia. But um, yeah, escaped to the beach because the air quality was a little better, and just tried to stay out there over a couple of days, back and forth from our place to there. And um, overall, good. You know, aside from everything, <laughs> you know, California burning, um, we're doing okay, <laughs> and my tomatoes are doing great. Thanks for asking, Mitch. I appreciate it.
0: Uh
2: my weekend was normal, normal, normal weekend. I just I vegged out on Sunday. You know, I just checked out. Like sometimes everything going on in the world is just too overwhelming. You know, I actually got into touch with a couple old, 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 old friends that I haven't spoken to in a long time, and that was amazing. My boy Maynard got married today. Uh, He had a live stream in Israel, so that was amazing to watch. Unfortunately, they're like, oh, the wedding starts at 8. And I'm like, I've been to an Israeli wedding. So I was like, you know, I signed in at like, you know, 945 and they were still yeah. getting ready.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I, so I went to a wedding like that and I thought it was the same thing. Israeli wedding. It's going to be late. And they started right on time. It, I mean, we, we didn't get there on time. But um, we didn't have a seat. It was very, it was very upsetting. So you missed Very it. upsetting. You missed part of it but we did, uh, we did not miss the party, so that's that's good.
2: Oh, that's cool. I wasn't invited to your wedding, Zan, so...
1: Oh, well, my wedding I, wasn't a Jewish wedding. All right, well... Still but you also invited. weren't invited. Yeah, I know. Maybe that'd that's be cool. different. I've only, you know? I've only
0: different. won one time in roulette, and that's when Obi brought a fucking drinking roulette to my wedding. And a horse head. <laughs> and a horse head. I won one time in roulette, and it happened to be... Hey, guess what? You get to take these three shots, and I forget what liquor you gave me, but I just know my mom carried me to my own bed. Mom my... <laughs> can still carry you. She she walked me. Oh, okay, so my, <laughs> me, me and my wife had to be mom, walked. Walk walk to the suite.
2: Yo, Mama Keith ain't no slouch, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no man. Funny. Well, speaking of parents and having to take care of their children, that kind of segues into our topic today i wanted to talk about stage parents in particular stage dads because you guys are here we know about stage moms but i want to talk about stage dads uh so will you guys come on this journey with me let's get into it
1: all right
0: sounds terrifying
2: (laughs) well so i know we all want the best for our children we want them to succeed any way we can help we are going to help there's been a long line of you know, helicopter parents, stage moms, and introducing the very secretive but very relevant stage dads. So these overbearing parents seem to infiltrate their children's lives and control every aspect of their, I guess, junior careers, not even careers yet, but what they hoped it will be. And I want to kind of find out what it like what it is how it gets how it gets started how to contain it how to notice when we're doing it and i want to get your opinions guys on how to combat this uh so starting off do you guys know about any stage dads you want to talk about like what are some of the most popular stage dads you guys know mitch uh
0: the only one uh and that's just from you know looking a few things up and you know, that's like John Travolta, but like he uh, you know, he admits to being a stage dad. Um but I think it goes a little bit further than just like someone acting or dancing and something like that, like to where you see like the stage mom um more stage moms are the acting and um
1: like pageants
0: pageants, yeah. Compared to, you know, I, I think a, you there's probably a lot more what you we may consider a stage dad, like when it comes to sports. Yeah. Uh, who do try to live out a little bit of their fantasy through their child. Um, you know, most likely seeing, seeing something that no one else does. Cause it's really not there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Oh, my son's the best. No, no, he's, no, he's not. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not. <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh you know, my dad was very involved in my sports, um, but, and he was a coach for a long time, uh, or one of mine, I should say. Uh, but when he was no longer like a coach, he was, he was never involved like that. It was, if I wasn't playing, we tried to figure out why I wasn't playing. And then, you know, we worked on it. Um, but he wasn't, I don't know what, when I just like stage any like stage mom or dad. ugh oh i don't i don't like, I don't like it uh, i just just i just see those stage mothers and like the the few of those shows that like those reality television and you know working in reality television i know a little bit a little bit of it is staged <laughs> uh it's ugh, they're they're just gross human beings
1: in my opinion to be honest but you know what yeah it sucks i i came across a lot of that uh on the music singing show i worked on for a while and i mean you just see the stress that's put on these kids with you know the it's something that they genuinely love and want to do but that pressure from the parent you know i you know I, i saw stage moms and stage dads the dads usually were more uh uh more chill but i definitely saw my fair share of it and it's just i mean that's definitely one way to suck the passion out of uh of what a kid enjoys doing. Um,
0: I mean, I can see, I I can see a benefit to it though. Like, I think it like as a young kid, you don't really realize like the work and dedication that does need to go towards things like, Hey, do you want, like, it's one thing if you ask your child, like, Hey, is this what you want to do? And if they say they give the actual answer, yes. And they continue to give the answer. Yes. Year after year to push them. I don't think that's a bad thing.
1: Oh no, that's not bad. bad.
0: But I, I think, you know, parents will get, you know, a little bit too excited and, but I, I it, you can be a good stage mother or father. You, you can be a good one. I think the encouragement that comes along with it and re- making a child realize, you know, one life's life's not easy. And you, if you want this, like you got to work, you got to work, you got to work, you got to work. But once it's no longer fun, then, you know, then it's that kid's miserable. So if they're not yeah, having fun in it, you can't you cannot push your child to continue doing that.
1: If you're going about it the right way, I don't think then you're being a stage parent. I think you're being supportive and you're trying to um, you know, help them develop the skills of whatever they're pursuing.
2: One of the things, one of the things that you know, we have to be conscious of too is that, you know, kids, a lot of kids don't really know what's best for them also, you know. Right, 100%. Uh, you know, I I remember one of my best friends growing up was a demon on the piano. And I remember we would come over his house and his dad would be like, okay, you know, you and your, like, Obi, you and your friends got to leave. You know, my son's got to practice piano for an hour. Just go hang out outside and then come back. And it would be like a huge fight. He's like, what? I want to practice. I got friends over. He's like, no, practice, practice, practice. You know, now he's a professional musician. That's what he does. That's how he makes his money is being a musician. And. A lot of that push that his dad put in, if he would kind of was like, oh, you know what? He doesn't want to practice her. He's kind of getting over it at this point. You know, it would have led him down the wrong path. But that's one example. But I want to give you guys two examples right now. So Richard Williams and Joe Jackson. Richard Williams is the father of Venus and Serena. Mm-hmm. And Joe Jackson, obviously, is the father of Michael, the Jackson Five, LaToya, and Janet. So, and there's, there might be a couple more. I don't know. But... <laughs> you know, I, I'm not in their lives. All I know is what I've read and what I've seen over the years. And I don't know the relationship that Venus and Serena have with their father. But from what I've seen, it seems to be extremely loving and supportive. But they have both on the record said like how much their dad pushed them, you know, like how much he pushed them. And at at no point did he ever, I, I don't know from, from what they said, at no point did he ever Really back down off that, even when they were their days, they didn't even want to pick up the racket. And then you have Joe Jackson, who apparently was a fucking monster. You know, like, the hell out yeah, of them.
0: He, well, yeah, he beat him.
2: Yeah, like that's there's there's difference in like you know he wanted them to be the best, and who knows that's maybe the only way he knew how to do it. But it's obviously the wrong fucking way. I mean. You could have just left those kids in a room. They still would have been the fucking Jacksons. That talent is, that's something you're born with, in my opinion. That shit ain't
1: going anywhere. I mean, you also have to have the work ethic to to have it go somewhere. You know, I've met a lot of people who are incredibly talented, but didn't have that work ethic and didn't go anywhere with it, you know? Um, but yeah, it's like finding that that balance and making sure you go about it the right way.
2: Well, Zen, you were in karate, the uh, huh? ancient art of karate. Growing yes. up, did your did your dad just like come up to you one night and be like, "Yo, why the hell are you reading that book on fungus and heirloom tomatoes? You better put up <laughs> your books. like did he just go? Dude, I
1: wish I got into that, that early.
2: <laughs> but oh. did he just come up behind you and just like three hundred kick you in the back and be like, "Get up, Zan?
1: No, no, that was all me. Martial arts. I, I mean, ever since I started watching. Ninja Turtles that inspired me. Oh my god. Fuck yeah, dude. That's how I started doing <laughs> kicking around, and throwing kicks and rolling around and jumping off shit in the in the in the house. Um so I'm a, actually my best friend got me into it at the time. She uh, she was taking I went to a bring a friend day and I was like, "Okay, this is my jam." Um but yeah, so my parents were very supportive of it and I didn't need any kind of push to do that. I do wish going back to the your friend who was forced to like play piano that's something that we i don't care what instrument isabella chooses to play she's gonna learn an instrument that's something i wish my parents made me do okay stage uh, no no just for the sake no it's just good for your brain she chooses,
0: she's just doing it
1: yeah you know 100 because it's good for your brain and it's it's it's
0: so you're gonna make her play an instrument rather than if she wanted to do sports
1: she'll do sports too if she wants to it doesn't She's, sound like
0: she has an option in playing
1: uh, an instrument. She, it's, I, I, it's very clear. I just told you that she has to play. I'm not giving her yeah. an option in that. But she gets <laughs> to choose what she, she gets to choose what she wants to play. Um, and the thing, like you were saying, also that they don't know what they want. Like, I, you know, say she tr- picks up guitar. I wanted to try that for like, you know, I don't know, two weeks or something. Or uh, you know, and if that doesn't work. Then move on to something else. But playing instruments are it's so good for you. Um, and I wish it's something that my parents made me do. I stopped playing guitar once I started martial arts because I was like, I'm super about this, and guitar was was hard, and I didn't I didn't like it. I was very it was natural going to martial arts, and so I stopped. I had the time to do it. Uh, looking back, I wish they made me do it. They're, they tell me, "Oh, you're, well, you were very stubborn," and I said, "Well, you know, you're my parents. You should have made me do it." Um, <laughs> That's so much easier to say when you're an adult. I, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like I ain't yeah. dealing with this. Nightmare. And I'm just full of testosterone and just like yeah, emo- yeah, hundred uh, percent. So I understand the struggle, but she will play an instrument, <laughs> and um yeah, my, will-
2: my mom never like my mom had the whole house full of instruments. You know, we're I you've I've heard I've said it a thousand times. You know. West African family. There was all types of instruments around the house and big family gatherings everybody would pick up, be playing an instrument. We just but you know, my sister almost kind of taught herself how to play piano. She wasn't really coached growing up. She just it just stuck with her. We've always had a synth at the house and you know, I think she still even has this old organ that, you know, plays bossa nova and everything on it. Uh and you know, my brother picked up the guitar and You know, he started to mess around with it, but he never really took it seriously. You know, my mom, my mom, I had a single mom, two jobs, you know, working her ass off. She didn't have time to like be like, "Oh, you better pick up this instrument and practice." She was like, "Study, you're gonna be a lawyer."
1: Right, right.
2: I failed her on that in that regard, but (laughs) hey, a podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but also I think like I mean I don't know uh, Obi uh, Yuzan. I know you love sports. Um. (laughs)
1: yes I do love sports I'm good at sports I just don't follow them yeah (laughs) yeah I love I love to kick I love to kick a touchdown
2: (laughs) football
0: (laughs) I just did a touchdown Um, (laughs) uh, no but like I don't know I guess I, I grew up just strictly sports and I guess, like on the athletic side, when you're younger too, um, the the band people were always like nerds. But as you get older, Looking like, I'm, a I, jock. I mean, well, that's <laughs> well, like, I mean, he, that's, he that's, plays that's exactly golf. What I'm It's not really a sport. Uh, well, bro, I played baseball in college and I played golf in college. All right. two sport athlete. Mm-hmm. So he played <laughs> he played baseball
2: where you stand around, and then he played golf where you drive around. So I was your uh,
0: you, no, you walk.
1: <laughs> I think he just he just dangled that carrot for you and you bit it. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm hungry. Uh. <laughs> Uh, but like you look, you looked at it like, I mean, I didn't appreciate music. I've always obviously, you know, love music, but I didn't really appreciate it till I was a lot older, you know, mm-hmm. going like being like, Oh, I wish I would have played this or I wish I would have learned how to play that. You know, I definitely have, have that. I mean, Obi, did you, did, was it, was it not the same? Zan, Sam, was it not for the same for with you guys growing up if you're playing very active in sports.
2: Well, I, you know, my mom. I guess I didn't no know very really well in, in school. My <laughs> <Would you laughs> mom that? really wanted me to be in school, you know, and I think the sports like high school, is something yeah, I you're Going to school, yeah. Mike, I was I pushed for sports. Like my mom didn't want me to play tackle football, and I I begged her to do it. So and she entered me in Pop Warner. You know, like I begged to be in it, and. I was the one that just kind of found uh you know I found a happy place in sports when I was very very young I know my dad like we all almost every boy in our generation like these we all if your dad was active in your life we all have that one day at the park when your dad's standing over you tell you not to cry and just to kick the ball far,
0: <laughs>
2: you know, like, <laughs> we all have that one moment where you're like, okay it's like, don't be
0: a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, no. But, you know, yeah, like, but what's, what's even crazy too. is like, do you actually, the more I think about it, the more we're talking about this, like my half brother who I didn't, I knew I had a half brother, but I really, I didn't meet him until I was about 17. Um, he is an amazing musician and there's actually like we have a line of my dad's grandfather was the conductor of like the LA Philharmonic or the LA
1: so none of that was passed down.
0: <laughs> well, no, well, my brother is
1: oh, my half brother is an
0: amazing uh drummer. He can play the guitar, he is a vocally, he's fantastic. Um my sister, my little sister, tried to play the saxophone, and I think everyone in our house was ready to jump off a cliff. <laughs> like, <"Listen, laughs> is, yeah, it takes. Time. This is got to end. This is this is, this ain't gonna work out. <laughs> you just here, I don't even. I can't even make the sound of a saxophone. But I just remember my dad just like putting in earplugs and being like, Ugh, nah. <laughs> All right. Well, here. Give it, give it two days, and I don't see. <laughs> I don't see two it going anywhere. Days you're going to, uh, let's you you just stick with softball.
2: <laughs> yeah, my mom my mom got me a drum set when I was a kid. I just wasn't coordinated to pull it off. But I, I have I a question hope, for you guys.
1: Well, I hope Isabella wants to play the drums. That the <laughs> most of be so badass.
2: I don't know what it is, but I don't girls that play drums are just so much more badass than guys that play drums. I don't know what that is.
1: Drummers are the I, best best type of musician. Like they're just like, yeah, drummers are the best. In my opinion.
2: I feel like it's a close close second to like uh, you know, people who play the triangle. I feel like they're very versatile. I need more cowbell? Or maybe the cowbell. The cowbell, the cowbell. <laughs> you know where I'm going.
0: <laughs> you know where we're going. Uh
2: but here's my question for the both of you, and I'm gonna call it for Mitch first. So I just I'm opening up my desk, I pull out my genie, I hand it my little genie in a bottle, I hand it to you, Mitch, and let's say you can decide exactly what career uh your daughter was gonna have. What would it be?
0: Honestly, I, I don't. I can't really answer. I just I, want her to horrific. be happy. No, 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 no. I don't care. You about don't. Oh. I don't care about her happiness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Career wise, I, I. She's very artistic for at a young age. Um. That's that's such a difficult question. I do really. I I do want her to get into golf. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Dad. Me, you hold got on. Tiger
1: Woods Stage dad over dad. here Tiger Woods dad over here
0: hold on let me keep finish. your head
1: down let me fit sorry <laughs> dickheads
0: because it's such <laughs> she can easily get into an Ivy League school <laughs>
1: <laughs> that scholarship
0: it's such like it's such an easy scholarship for her to get.
1: <laughs> but that quite but that doesn't that, that doesn't play a part in the question
2: Oh, right, it kind of does like if the truth comes out with these questions so for all of those listening obviously you've heard mitch is kind of a golf connoisseur he is very good at golf which is not a sport spoiler and mitch would like his daughter to take this non-sport as a career because you can make some buku bucks
0: to make Buku. I mean, she's gonna be tall. I I don't know. I, I I don't I don't push her to do anything right now. It's more or less, hey, let's have fun. Um, so you're gonna take
2: a genie and you're just gonna be like, oh no, and just not wish anything.
0: So selfish. No, that that it that would be selfish if I told. <laughs> <laughs> That's me being selfish. If I say, mm-hmm. hey, genie, no, this is what she's gonna do. Uh. I don't know. She loves her gymnastics. Shit, I don't know. I just want her to be involved in in sports. That's she's
2: gonna be like six two. How is she gonna be a gymnast?
0: I don't know. Fuck, she fucking just do flips over people or kick them. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you have kick to
0: be a kick, a, kick a judge if you don't get the right scores. <laughs> you know, I she's athletic, so I want her like you know that. I don't know girl stuff
2: oh jesus all right so i do <laughs> so zan same question you got a genie what- I'm, a, I'm
0: a model you know what i mean and i do my little turn on the catwalk <laughs> i don't know i i know i know sports man that's what i know
1: <laughs> So, so, so Zen, should you be geez. an athlete or a model <laughs> Let me just say.
0: no my wife was a model she's freaking hated that she was a model Amanda was a Ford for Ford. Oh, what? Awesome. Yeah, get it. Damn dog. But she was like, thirteen. I swear to God, heard like her photo when she's thirteen. She looks like she's like twenty. Disturbing. I was like, oh god damn. She goes, yeah, I was thirteen there, and I was like, ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like just, oh, I. I like well you're my wife so i can it's, all, it's okay but at the same time like when this was prior to us being married so it was, it was super fucked up i was like oh jesus christ am I, i'm not a pedo now am i well so Letter i opener. don't i
2: don't i don't know i don't know how to feel about this i like i want to see the picture but now i don't want to see the picture
0: <laughs> well no you can go into it knowing that she's only like 13 years old i did not realize i didn't know that she doesn't look 13 so I was just like Oh dang,
2: babe, you look great. I was thirteen. Uh, Ew, Mitch, Mitch, this is yeah, being yeah. recorded. I'm just going to stop
0: you right here. <laughs> Whatever. I'm married to her. I don't and just for Robin all those Lee listening, cradle. she
2: is not 13 anymore.
0: Just so you know, right. I'm 37. We've been married for seven and a half years, <laughs> which would make her 18 at the moment. Right. Right. <laughs> turns 18 uh, uh, next month. Everything's fine.
1: You <laughs> got permission from her parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get them signed a contract.
2: All right. Zan, genie's in your hand. What career would you pick for little Izzy?
1: Um, well, first off, I want her to do whatever she...
0: Oh, uh, okay. No, so making fun of me I, for that?
1: Yeah, yes, of course. That's why I said it also. Um, <laughs> the genie, I would want her to work in science and... Have a scientific, create a scientific breakthrough that moves our entire civilization forward, and she also w- makes a bunch of money from it. Okay, now yeah, she's, tell
0: me, she's not, not. Okay, she's, she's not going to make any money.
2: She's not going to make no, any will. money being a scientist. She'll how, be about for a how about something? How about something realistic? <laughs> that is yeah, realistic. So, science isn't real. How many times do you have to go
0: over this? One? Oh,
1: that's right. It is going to get cooler. Don't you know that?
0: I found out today that science isn't get real, cooler. and they're wrong. And it's right. going to get cooler. Trust me. All right, everybody, oh, yeah. simmer down, simmer down. <laughs> All right, so, Zan, you want her to be a scientist.
2: That's awesome.
1: That would be great. And then also have, you know, her, uh, you know, an artist as well. And, Dan- you know, have her other pursuits that could lead her to, I don't know, professional work in also. Okay. Yeah. If I had, the you know, if the genie played a part.
0: So your daughter's a professional pianist and a scientist,
1: drummer, and Drum. a scientist. Drum. You gotta, I, man. I just want all the neurons in the brain to be firing off and communicating. All that development
2: in ten years, Zen is gonna wake up with a drumstick in his leg
0: or in his ass. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Why go with the leg?
2: (laughs) Why, why, Mitch? Just why? (laughs) Because kids are gross. (laughs) Well, listen. Like one of the big things for me. Yeah, rub that genie. All right, hold on. Let me rub this genie real quick. We do, we do, we do. All right. So I just rubbed one out for this genie. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Ew.
2: uh, If I if I had a choice, and I this was my wish for the bozo I think ah uh, this yeah it is hard like I honestly I wouldn't want him to play sports like I professional sports is kind of it's you know it's short-lived and kind of corrupt and I would like him That's to important. act I I I I honestly would like him to act and I feel like uh if he liked it he might be good at it but you know he's two. How the hell would I know? But if it was a if it was a genie, honestly, I'd probably have him be a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Now have I have a lawyer.
1: question. After yeah. asking that, I feel like we all like is there a part of all of us that want that for ourselves? Like what we say. Like Mitch, for sure. I know you want to be a professional golfer. Like that no, would I be don't. great. You wouldn't no. have? No. You wouldn't have? No. Come on. Never, no part of you. Never
2: you, to, you never wanted no to, golf of of you want to be.
1: Come no, on. no, no, no,
2: that's not what, that's
0: no. No, that's not what I, that for me personally, that's not like my ultimate dream is what, to what be, you? that's that's not my ultimate dream. I love golf. I love playing it. I have more fun not taking it serious. I hated it once I started taking it serious. That's why I don't try to do anything with it. Like it, it was no longer fun. So that's no, why would you no,
2: wish, that, would you I wish that on your daughter?
0: I want I don't want general. No, 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 I want her she wants because, that scholarship. Because what I learned, what I learned as I got older when it came to playing the game and the benefits that that game it, it opens up a lot of doors. I'll just say that. Just playing the game of golf when it comes to like just business in general. That's where um, deals are
1: made on the golf course.
0: Exactly. Come on. Um it's the truth. Um you know, I I would want her to play the game just to it really builds you mentally. You find out who you are as an individual when you play a, an individual sport compared to a team sport. You have no one else to rely on but yourself. So you, when you got to dig deep, you dig deep and you find it, and you see what you're made of. That's I, I. That's why I want her to play golf. Just you, you learn a lot about yourself and what you can overcome when practice impatience.
1: Things, things practice get tough, patience for sure.
0: When things get. I mean, it's it's a it's a mental game. So when things get tough, like, are you able to bounce back from that? Like, that's what life's all about. You're going to hit your, you're going to have your highs and you're going to hit those lows and you're going to hit those low lows. So when you hit that real low, are you going to have, is there enough up top in your brain to keep you grinding and to keep you going after that, whatever that ambition may be. So that, that, that is the only reason why I wanted to play golf. It has like, and you know, maybe get into Harvard. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Ivy league schools, their, their golf games, you know, a lot of them are pretty weak. So, um, you know, and that that's, but that's why I love golf it, it golf. It, it, if I got to play professionally, that'd be oh, cool. But that's not, I, I had that for maybe like a year where I'm like, Oh yeah, this would be cool. But you know, when you do anything and you see the highest of high, that all oh, that would be cool. If I could be a fucking astronaut, yeah, will that be cool? Fuck yeah, That'd be <laughs> cool. I don't know about that. <laughs> what? I would love to
1: go I into like space. it's only going to get better. Do you think we'll be able to? What, I mean, they... I mean, I think we'll need the money. I think you will, but we'll just need to have a lot of money to do it.
2: I mean, if Lance, if Lance Bass hasn't been able to get to the the moon yet, I like, I don't think I mean, it's, it's going to
0: happen. Was trying to get in with like Bronson, like fly on fucking Bronson's thing, wasn't he? Virgin
1: what? Galactic. Yeah, yeah, the
2: thing exploded over the Pacific.
0: <laughs> dude, I don't know? Did I? mean, Elon Musk's pretty freaking remarkable. So it, I'll be surprised what what he brings to the table.
2: Well, I know that
0: I I don't want to be a
2: lawyer, but I think that's just the inner Nigerian parent in me. That's you know the foreign parent in me is just like uh, you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor. Like is there
1: is there a specific field or uh, type of law that you'd want him to to practice?
2: Uh, yeah, I want him to either. Well, if I say to chase the money, I'd want him to do entertainment law. But mm-hmm. honest, if speaking truthfully, I'd want him to go into criminal law. You know, I'd I'd want him to have a nice career and help out. Uh well, criminal law is so vague now, like specifically immigration law. You know, like I would want him to like, I want him to help people. I'd, I'd want him to help people. I, I think I missed the boat. I would want to help people. And I know some people say, oh, it's not it's not too late. You can help people now. I'm, I'm too old for that. I don't want to help anybody at this point. <laughs> I, I, I don't have it in me anymore. Like I really, I want people to do well, but at the same time, fuck well, them we, all
0: well, right well now we have, to, we have to look out for ourselves and our own family like and our friends like, that, that's, i yeah, only got time for that i don't got time for like i wish i did <laughs> but, but I, I don't i have to worry about exactly what's going on in this household and direct family that is the only thing i may be able to contribute to
2: are you guys going to be able to handle yourselves on whatever stage or field your kids end up on if they're not treated correctly like if you see a a coach that's like not playing your kid, or, uh, like I I don't know what I will do if I was on the soccer field with little Bozo and some kid comes and clotheslines him. I don't know what I was gonna I'm gonna do.
0: Oh, I have no problem punching another parent or
1: or a coach. <laughs> this is for your kid.
0: No problem whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Pass it on. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, your coach—he's taking a nap in the parking lot. That's fine.
1: <laughs> I, I, I hope. I hope. I. I'll be able to contain myself. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I will unless great. it's like a,
0: it's a unless it's a real like a bad coach. I mean,
1: yeah, unless it's a serious situation.
0: Other than I, that, yeah. I love how we'll we all, started this conversation about
2: like, nah, stage dads. There's good and bad. I'm not a stage dad, and then Mitch is like, my daughter's playing golf. She's going to Harvard. <laughs> my daughter's gonna be a scientist. That's gonna play any instrument. A drummer, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> The truth comes out. The truth is coming out. And I actually think this is very, I think this is very uh, insightful. You know, I think that uh, when you think of parents that are involved with their kids, uh, extracurricular activities, it can sometimes give off the impression that that parent is automatically overbearing and it doesn't have to be that way. But there is a balance, like you both said, there is a balance on knowing when to push your child and when it's okay For your kid to say, you know what, if you're not, if you don't like it, if you want to give up, give up, you know, but I know that there's a few times that I was going to quit. I know my, my mom never cared about me playing football at all. And I almost quit when I was a senior Mm -hmm. and my mom didn't really care, but she did say one thing to me that stuck was just like, you can't let your friends down if you're going to quit. And I was like, that is true. You know, I'm not here for this idiot coach I was playing for, this terrible school I went to. I was here with the brothers that I spent four years getting to this level with. So, like, I stuck it out. But, yeah, we just got to be there for our kids. All right, guys, we've reached the end of our time here. We're running out of time. So but, uh,
0: This is the coolest uh, one ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're running out of time here. But uh basically – I want to get you guys' answers. Are stage parents are they necessary, or is that something that's nuanced in your opinion?
1: I don't think they're necessary. I mean, I, I mean, uh, I mean, you need to have supportive parents. I think all the time to whether it's like they're pushing you forward or telling you like being real with you, on like, hey man, I don't know, <laughs> those vocal lessons are working. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For real though, Tony and I have talked about this. But like, if she just can't sing and she's like, "Oh, I want to be a singer," and if we, you know, get vocal lessons and we realize this person's just trying to take our money, that's a hard conversation we'll have to have. Um, but so you, so you
0: have no problem just telling your kid, like, you, "You you suck." So
1: no, it'd be like, "Listen, I I love your passion with it. I don't know if this would be a, a career. Let's look into some other things." You know, Bowie starts howling every time you sing. I don't think that's a good sign. (laughs) Yeah, but but
0: why couldn't it be like a hobby? Like, oh, for sure. You you grow vegetables as a hobby. You're not a farmer.
1: I'm an urban farmer. No, uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love love how riled up you get. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, That's I'm, I'm an urban farmer. I almost threw up on my microphone.
2: Yeah, Mitch isn't a golfer. He's just a guy who, you know, makes deals on runs the golf around course. naked. Yeah, runs yeah, naked
1: I, on I, golf courses.
2: Uh, uh, hey, I shot six
0: hundred today. Suck my dick.
1: I don't know what that means. Nobody but, knows uh, what that means. It's not a sport. Moving on.
0: It's in the Olympics now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what is that what classifies things as sports? If it's in the Olympics, like curling. Uh, depends. I guess my way. If it's a
2: sport, there has to be a black guy that's the best player in the world at it. Tiger Woods.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. It's there sport. Is sport. There you go, <laughs> Look, man. He, he, he,
0: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I think. I think did once you he gets to. About the point... yeah, did
0: yeah, I mean, forget his, about Tiger Woods. Yeah, I his dad. He, dad sure. Well, that uh, that ended quickly.
1: Well, um, if we, once he gets to the point where it's like you're pushing them, like you're doing it for yourself and not them. That's, that's the issue. And I think that's where you see a lot of the, the stage parents, but then you, you know, you have Venus and Serena and tiger and like, you know, they come out at the top of their game. Is that, yeah. What's the, they're
2: also like singularities as well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like you have to look at every professional athlete and if that, you know, when they say you're playing football, you have a 1% chance of going to the NFL, there're a lot of a lot of parents on that other 99% of people who played that are pushing their kids and they might Oh not yeah. Be there. Oh yeah. Uh, but like I guess one of the things too one of the things too is I love a villain. Like I <laughs> so, sometimes It is very interesting. I I remember those crazy parents in the stands, and I was like, man, that's hilarious. (laughs) That is hilarious. Like, put in Jeremy. i will be like, yo, Jeremy plays backup quarterback. He is 5'5". He weighs 110, and he cannot throw 20 yards. What are you drinking? This kid will never play. I am 14. I am sitting here right next to Jeremy, and I can see he's never going to be anything. Where are you getting this false sense of hope from? So that is another part that's very, very funny to
1: me. Right, and you're just that putting him in too. line for the concussion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think just like you know, at the end of yeah. the day, every parent wants something great for their kid, and they, they always do think they're the best, and, you know, that's unfortunately, it's just not true. Like, no, your, your kid sucks, and that's okay, too. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Probably
2: they're not, the it's
1: parents'
0: it's fault
1: too, you know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know
2: plenty of kids that grew up just fine. Some of them were like some of the most excellent athletes that are doing well now. Some like could not catch a ball at their life, depended on and They're doing well. And some were actors and dancers. Like, you know, you guys all know our buddy Justin. I For those in the pod, he's like one of the best dancers. He's super talented. But that dude ain't going to
1: end up on Broadway.
0: No, but one best
1: Broadway. I, I don't think Broadway was where he wanted to go.
0: No, <laughs> I, I could, know, but I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying like, if somebody
2: was behind him pushing him to be yeah. a dancer, I would you know, love to like, see
1: him on Broadway.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll show you his wedding video. It's pretty funny. They, that's how much the Michael Jackson impersonation followed him is that at his brother's wedding, they played Michael Jackson. And he like moonwalked he down the hair. aisle and he did like the whole walk down the aisle. And it was just like a part of his identity. So that's other than That's the downside to it. Like, you know, there's there's things that follow kids. But anyway, we're out of time here. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with Papa's Pulpit. Uh, so sit tight, relax. This is Papa Don't Preach. We'll be right back.
1: Oh, yes. I I thought i muted myself.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I'm keeping it in. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You made it to the end of these rambling old men. We're at the segment called Papa's Pulpit here on Papa Don't Preach. Uh, This is a segment where we all rant about a topic. We pick one out. We dive right into it, let you know what's irking us, what's pissing us off, or if it's something good and we want to talk about it. This is basically the segment of 12 angry old men. But there's three of us. Anyway... I want to start. I'm going to step up to the pulpit first, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Go I, ahead, old man. I'd like to complain. Um, so uh, I know this isn't something that's you new. Know, it's become popular. It, I, I think it reached its peak last year, but it's still coming up, and it really, really fucking bothers me. But you know, you have a like. It was getting really popular with uh, some of these Instagram celebrities. They would film themselves walking up to, uh, you know, somebody who's homeless, somebody's down on their luck, and they would film themselves, like, either giving them Burger King or, you know, a couple hundred bucks, and, you know, like, you would have these popular Instagram pages be like, oh, check out Tenkashi Rainbow Face ho- hooking up the homies on the block and uh, some shit. And, like, I, I, it might just be my personal bias, but I just, I know that I can't stand when somebody shoves a camera in my face and I just can't imagine somebody who's down on their luck just being exploited like that for likes. And it's like something I think that really needs to stop. And it, it's starting to bother me. Like I'm starting to see more and more and more of it popping up. And like, I don't get why people are promoting it. And I get conflicted because at the same time as somebody doing something nice and spreading a nice message and if one person sees that and says, "You know what? I'm going to go help somebody today." Great, but there has to be a better way of doing this. It seems so, exp- uh, ugh. it's ugh, gross. It grosses me out and fucking bothers the shit out of me.
1: I'm mean, gonna I get it. They're not just doing it to do a good thing. They want people to see it. They want it like just doing something for the good of it does, isn't enough to make you feel good about it. I feel for for some people like you need to have other people see it to acknowledge it. And I think that, you know, is a, even a bigger issue for everything else in our lives. Mm. Mm.
0: Fucking hate it. Hmm. Fucking hate it. It's pretty gross. I don't, I, I just don't even understand like why someone like, what, why are you faking? Like, why are you trying to pretend that you're genuine when you're not genuine? And really the only thing you care about is someone double tapping for a heart or a uh, click of a light.
2: Like we can be nice to each other without trying to exploit the situation. And like, I do understand that some of these people actually are very, very, very thankful for uh, what they got, what they got being recognized, being shown some love in an otherwise a hard life. But, you know, we don't have to glorify somebody's shame or low point like that. It just seems disgusting. But that's my pulpit. I hate it. Anyway, Zan... Do you got a pulpit for me?
1: Yeah, let me first quickly call the cops on my neighbor who is having, uh, you know, a little photo shoot inside of his house and not bothering any fucking person. Um,
0: Terry, is it Terry?
1: <laughs> that is my. I I I'm sure every almost everyone has this, has one in their neighborhood, but it's the person that acts like they are in charge of the neighborhood. They're the police of the neighborhood. Uh, the solo man doing the neighborhood watch, and I'm all about neighborhood watch. But there's just one guy in my neighborhood who takes it upon himself to, you know, call the cops if, you know, to, if 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 a neighbor is having a peer space shoot that isn't loud, isn't an issue. Maybe there might be some extra cars parking on the street, which we don't own. No one owns the the parking spaces in front of your house. But the dude just like needs to, you know, waste our taxpayer money on complaining on stuff. And, you know, I had a run in with him once where during a windy day, one of a uh, part of my tree like broke and fell onto my neighbor's house next door. And I go over with the chainsaw to start like taking it down with another neighbor to help. And he walks over and is just like standing there. I'm like, oh yeah, I called so-and-so. He's not home. He said, just, you know, take it down. No, no worries. And he continues just to knock on the door. I told him he's not home. I talked to him. Everything's cool. And he's like, well, I'm just going to stay and watch and make sure, you know, everything's okay. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm just like, I look at him like, okay, that's fine. And then once we just ignored him, he walks away. But it's like, he's always looking through his window. Always just, you know, having to say something. It's just, it's just, come on. And I know My right now
2: business, Terry, it's insane.
1: I, I know right now everyone is dealing with so much and, you know, issues that we have kind of get exactly, you know, come out more possibly. And I think this guy, he's just been on a terror and it's, it's so fucking annoying. Uh,
2: Can I go out on a limb?
1: Is he me. white? He's, he's maybe mixed Latin and white. Latin descent in white, I'd say. Um, I feel like he might have been a cop. I don't know. He just has this kind of like, I'm an authority figure type of thing, Um, which I just (laughs) just shake my head at. Yeah, so did George
0: Um, Zimmerman. (laughs) He thought, he he pretended he was a cop.
1: Yeah, there's too much of that going around. Um, Yeah, I honestly like it it does make some of our, our, you know, some of us a little nervous because, you know, dude's getting old and. Uh, you know, walks around with a bat when he walks his dog uh, for coyotes. Weird. I mean, it's, we don't,
2: it's get... so, don't you live in like Echo Park?
1: Yeah. Coyote coyotes man.
2: I
0: guess, street, at uh, 11, 11 a.m. Street coyotes.
1: <laughs> I saw a coyote that says my dog, who's like 70 pounds, eating a cat on my neighbor's grass one morning. Oh. And he, was just, he just looked at me like, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe so, you
0: buy your neighbor a, a judge dread helmet
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> just leave it on but, there uh, yeah that's, you can it just
0: it's, yell at everyone tell everyone he's the law i am the law i am the law <laughs>
1: you might take it too seriously um but yeah it's annoying but that's about it
2: all right well thank you i for relinquish sharing. my time
1: <laughs> thank and you i feel for better sharing,
2: <laughs> i appreciate it Uh, So Mitch that leaves you Let me dust this off (laughs) Step up to the pulpit please
0: Uh, Well it was like nice Um, Today I learned that You know pretty much science is wrong And you know they don't really know What they're talking about It's going to get colder We should nuke hurricanes And I don't understand why we just haven't Raked our forests in California And we wouldn't have these goddamn fires If we would have listened Back in 2016 Everyone had their rake out And there was no dry leaves. Everything would be good. There'd be no global warming. There would be nothing. And we'd be living in a civil society. End
1: of it. (laughs) Wow. That sounds so nice.
0: I I learned a lot today. I didn't know all this. I just want to throw a nuke into hurricanes. And I know we won't have any more hurricanes. (laughs) I know we have to rake the forest. So I went out and bought a rake. From Ace Hardware, shout you're out part. To Ace Hardware. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how dumb scientists are. They're just dumb. They're just so dumb scientists. Like they don't know shit.
1: Uh, what are you referencing? Tell you have to tell us what you're referencing because we know. Global,
2: you sound, man, it's not real. You sound, you sound very angry, Mitch. Can you
0: elaborate, please? I'm not gonna elaborate because I'm gonna throw my microphone. <laughs> this reminds is- me. <laughs> I'm gonna just this, rip it off my desk. I'm gonna keep it cool and casual. And I know this reminds how me of the mindset. episode
2: of <laughs> This reminds me of the episode of It's Always Sunny when Mac was saying science is a liar.
0: <laughs> what are the, They don't know shit. Like, oh, okay, cool. You collected all this data. That doesn't make sense. Data is not real.
2: <laughs> so, so you're just, so you're telling me you've looked at how everything uh, was going for the last century. You compiled all that information, and you're coming up with a possible
0: conclusion. We're just supposed to believe you? Well, the, it ga- it didn't give me the answers I was looking for, so it's wrong. <laughs> it's not. That's not what I was looking for. So it's obviously wrong, regardless of the math that goes behind it. Just anything that goes behind the science, I it, it, it's wrong. So you know, I got that going for me. Mitch Keith, twenty twenty four so yeah there's my fucking pulpit like hey, how the fuck do you how do you say that shit does, it's so dangerous human, man how does it's a human so being dangerous. say that science is wrong when you are provided with so much data and then you go your response is well i think science is wrong or he may he may have said like they just they are wrong and it's gonna get colder when we have <laughs> records we hit the highest temperature in the desert and in LA this year. And then your response to it, like there's no, and the, in officials from California and, you know, I, I forget exactly. Uh, who, what do you, do you either one of you guys know what group they were with that uh, met with that guy? Uh, the, the guy, the group that he met, yeah,
1: yeah, that's very big. You talking about Trump and the? Are you talking about what was said today? Yeah,
0: I just I just I'm not in the mood to even say his name. He's driving me crazy.
1: I don't know if they're meteor. I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to find it actually.
0: But when you're when you so he- when they explain to him at literally everything and he just flat out says science is wrong and it's gonna get colder. Like, are you saying it's gonna get colder because we're about to hit winter? Yeah, he says, "Is that, uh, is, that, is, that, is, that is that it's going to get colder? Like Is that your theory, or is that uh, like, like, yeah, it's always fucking a little bit colder in December, but at the same time, we just hit record highs for things." Like, it's, it, God, he's just so fucking dumb sometimes. You know, I'm just gonna say sometimes I don't want to get it all funny. the time. I don't want to. Okay, it's well, all the time. I'm trying to get full. Political on everything. It just—it's just, it's just it's not this
1: political. It's, it, it's all the time.
0: I know, but I know there's a lot of little Trumpies out there. So you
2: know, yeah, he's he—he he was basically saying that he doesn't think science knows actually like what what the future will hold, and he was basically saying that it's going to get cooler, but it's just a blanket statement. Like he said, like like he kept on doubling down with coronavirus, where he said, you know. Uh, I'm gonna be right. It's eventually gonna go away. Could be today. Could be tomorrow. But soon, it's eventually gonna go away, and I will be right. So it's like, yeah, it's going to rain. You could say you can go to the, you can go to the what was it the the twenty twenty year drought in uh, East Africa and say it's going to rain. Yeah, it might, <laughs> but. <laughs> it's currently not raining and all the data shows that it's not going to rain for a while because the climate uh, the climate is changing and you know i do want to give a hat a hat off to a lot of the activists that fought very hard to stop saying the words global warming because it got co-opted into a false narrative like oh no oh, yeah. Look, it's really, really cold here. Like, you can't say it's global warming. It's, it's snowing in Los Angeles. You'd be like, well, bro, it's not so fucking post to snow in Los Angeles. <laughs> right. so, making the argument that climate change, that we're affecting the way that climate is changing, has helped a lot of people come onto the right side of history. But you still have an entire political party that's denying that it exists, and it is very frustrating.
0: Oh, that's the problem when you know uh, when you use the word, the terms like global warming, where people are like it's freezing right now, it's not real, and just like defunding the police, like why are they trying to take? So we we're not going to have police anymore. Like okay, we have to just everything has to be so de- like I I I don't know how else to explain it to people. Like if you're not going to look into it, then you then fuck off. Just fuck you. I don't fucking care. And I hope you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's the same. It's the same thing right now. Uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the progressive leaders are trying to get the media media to stop using the term antifa and start using the term anti fascist because they don't want that name to be co opted. They want to be like, no, I hate anti fascist. They want people to start saying. The actual name of what this fucking rogue people of mask and bandanas want to say about the world.
0: I like. I haven't. I don't know. I guess. I'm so, just tired of all news, and I cannot wait for this fucking election to be over with. And you know, either way, I'm just gonna see a whole bunch oh. of more bullshit.
1: Hopefully not. Here, no, but don't. the work we is work. not. The will, will not I... be over.
0: Well, no, it's never.
1: It's never never going to never
0: gonna be just over because every single president says they're going to do something and that shit doesn't happen. But then again, you know, trying to push shit that you only have eight, possibly eight years to do it.
1: It's not, it's not real. Progress is much harder than, part- than destruction. True. But, but you know what? Uh, you
0: know, you're part-time employees in my mind. It feels like deja vu. Let's get rid of a lot of these people Senate. How about that? Like How about
2: well, that? Guys, I'm going to end it right here. You guys, anyway. thank you for tuning in. <laughs>
1: Save us, Papa okay. Preach. I'd
2: it's like to bad. thank Sam Eskandadi, our producer. I'd like to thank Mitch. I'd like to thank Zan for all coming together so we can talk this week. You guys, please give a listen to our, some of our past episodes and really good stuff. Again, this is Papa Don't Preach and we are out. So I think I the think, think the president I think the president does matter. I think that uh,
0: this was the sort of evil that he did. I think that...
1: that's what I hope.